you know, this is a good uh, opportunity to do a service for our community. So it's more variable to do a contribution than to get paid. Este episodio llega a ustedes gracias a Virtual Peaks y a Logica. Empezamos. Hey guys, my name is Ismael Perriño and this is the Millennial Way Show. Peter Sand isn't exactly a household name, but his invention is. In 1995, he patented the fabric used to make N95 masks, which are one of the most effective face coverings to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Dr. Peter Sand a Taiwanese-American immigrant scientist who invented this uh, synthetic fabric used to make N95 respirators, which is considered the most effective barrier to prevent the spread of coronavirus, resumed work on sterilizing the mask in March as the coronavirus took hold in the United States. He joined us today from Knoxville, Tennessee. Dr. Sai, thank you very much for being uh, uh, today in this interview for the Millennial Way Show. Thank you for having me. Dr. Sai, you invented the globally famous N95 mask. Please tell us why is this mask so special and how you came up with this invention? Yes, uh, my invention is uh, electrostatic charging of the materials. In this case, the material is uh, microfiber fabrics. And the microfiber has a high surface area that uh, contributes to a high frequency efficiency. In addition to the mechanical mechanism, if we can put the charges inside the fiber, then uh, the frequency efficiency will be increased by 10 times by electrostatic attraction. And uh, the charges inside the fibers are orderly arranged. So they are bipolars between the positive charges and the negative charges. So the charges can also attract neutral particles like uh, virus and the bacteria, polarization or by In this case, you know, the efficiency is uh, improved by 10 times. So we don't need to use that much material in order to achieve the efficiency. So the, we can keep the drop or not to keep the pressure drop low or to keep the breathability high. This is why yeah, uh, the important the importance to uh, use the electrostatic charge. So so this mask um, was created back in 1995 to fight I understand uh, actually dust. Then it was used to fight SARS and now is the most effective way to prevent COVID-19. You were retired a few years ago. If you were retired, what happened? Why you decided to go back again to work almost 20 hours a day helping the health workers community? Yes, uh, N95 is a specification of a standard issued in 1995, and the efficiency needed to be greater than 95%. And uh, since I have been working in this area, making the electrostatic charge material, so during this other break, I think I need to come out to provide the information of my 35 years of experience for the uh, virologist to find a way to sterilize the mask. 
So the mask was originally designed to be disposable, used just one time. But during this uh, shortage, uh, uh, so if we can find a way to sterilize the, the mask and the the torches can be still retained. So we need to do acceleration and reusing. So, and at the same time, I have the outreach national lab and the industries to increase the production of the material and the respirators. So I, I, I feel obligated, you know, I need to do uh, something like this so I will not regret in the rest of my life. Something I could do, but I did not do to help people to save life. That's very, that's very quite, quite amazing, uh, Dr. Sai. Uh, Dr. Sai, you said recently also to the Washington Post that everyone was asking you about their respirators. Uh, what were they asking you uh, precisely, and what did you do? Yes, they asked, uh, see, how uh, can uh, the N95? Uh, be used to block the virus and uh, see if they can uh, say rest. <laughs> so, uh, as I explained just now, the mechanism to capture the particle is the electrostatic attraction and also the mechanical attraction on the surface of the fibers. That is not because uh, the pore size is smaller than the virus. In this case, the pore size, that is the distance between two fibers, about 20 microns. So, so we can have a good breathability because this is porous material. But uh, the size of the coronavirus is about 0.1 micron. That is much smaller than the pore size. So the mechanism is not because Small, smaller pore size, smaller than the virus in order to block the virus. The mechanism is an attraction by any mechanism and the electrostatic mechanism. Another of the, of the big questions is because I understand that there was this uh, uh, situation that uh, maybe there was uh, a short shortage of, of these uh, masks. Um, how to scale up the production of these masks in the wake of a, of a mask shortage? Yes, uh, I have um, the Oak Ridge National Lab to convert their pilot line in making uh, carbon fiber precursor into making microfibers. And I uh, installed my pilot charging equipment there to charge the fabric on the line so after that, we work together to help the industries convert their uh, production and making other products into making microfibers. So that is a way to increase the production. And also, I have uh, several customers uh, in the U.S. and also worldwide. Uh, they license my technology to make the electrostatic charging microfibers, and uh, they, they uh, increase their production. Uh, and uh, many new companies are trying to install the lines and the converters to make the respirators. I provide them with the information I have from experience. 
in other ways, you know, uh, we increase the production uh, from uh, existing mines and uh, from uh, new installed mines. In that, in that uh, same order of ideas, Dr. Sai, uh, how to sterilize the masks for, for reuse? Because I understand that you have you have a you, you create a way, but that way is 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 not like it's not the best way or the best way you like it will be. It's, it's like to put it like in an oven to a higher temperature. How, how it works? It's uh, before the pandemic because uh, already uh, European standard need to precondition the respirator at 70 degrees Celsius for 24 hours. Touch decay, see how long uh, your respirator can uh, uh, retain the charges. So the charge decay at APM conditions is very low. So we cannot wait for five years or 10 years to check, see if the charges are still there. So uh, in European standards, they use 70 degrees C for 24 hours to see. Uh, the charge decay, and after that, they test see if uh, your respirator can meet the requirement of their specifications. So, so we already learned that 70 degrees C for 24 hours, the charge decay is very insignificant. Like uh, if the original efficiency is 99%, then after this uh, heat treatment, uh, the efficiency only dropped by about 0.5. 0.5%. And from the literature, after uh, SARS, a lot of the researchers uh, did the experiment to find out, see if there is a way to sterilize the respirator in case there is another epidemic and there is a shortage of respirators. And during that time, uh, the data already showed that the 56 degree for 30 minutes, up to 75 degree for five minutes, in the steroids. And uh, this heat can sterilize uh, COVID-19 or not, we, we don't know yet, but uh, in a short time, a lot of data shows that uh, 70 degrees C for 20 minutes will kill uh, the virus. And after that, uh, NIH has a laboratory in Washington state and they validated at 70 degrees C dry heat for 60 minutes, we are clear COVID-19. So heat treatment is a way to sterilize respirator. Very interesting. But we need to be careful uh, the aging oven, the variation of the temperature is in a large range. So in, in in that case, you know, we need to use uh, the the thermal control that can keep a range, the range in a, about like seventy degrees to seventy five degrees C. So so we need, to, need a lot of uh, uh, oven makers in the industry. They adjusted their controller in that range and they sent their uh, ovens to FDA for approval. Got it, got it, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Sai, um, recently also you said in a, in a CNN podcast, I think it was with Sanya Gupta, that 
uh, that you need to help the workers. Um, you need to help the health of the workers. And you said something like they put your life at risk and uh, what I know that I can help, you said that. Um, what was exactly what you were referring um, about how to sterilize the mask or, or how you were or, or you're helping in this moment uh, to this health workers community? You know, one way is to sterilize the mask. So if there is a shortage, so they can reuse it. Another way is to increase the product. And, and yeah, and uh, after that, uh, a literature showed that uh, the natural sterilization of COVID-19, you know, uh, COVID-19 on the surface of the plastic can survive for three days. So for general of use, you know, if uh, we can save the consumption by using the respirator again after putting it there for three days or four days. And uh, after that, the uh, N95 become uh, conservatively speak that you know, uh, if we give a respirator after use for seven days, then we reuse it. Then uh, basically COVID-19 already died. So in other way, if everyone is required to wear a mask, and that will be a large consumption. So if everyone can reuse it after putting the respirator there for seven days, then that's save a lot of quantity of. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Dr. Sai, uh, we have seen people with, with eye shields, you know, the, the face shields complete, uh, with cloth towel mask, etc. Would you say that any mask is better than no mask? And what would be for you the best homemade option mask? It's homemade. Uh, it's basically uh, to use the cloth, make the mask. And uh, the cloth uh, can have a good efficiency if this is thick and dense. But in that, ca in that case, the visibility is low. So, so if we use the cloth, if we can use a thin cloth. But uh, if we can put the uh, high uh, filtration uh, filters at home, like a MERV floating or fogging, then it, to insert between two fabric, then that can have a good uh, breathability and also a efficiency. And uh, the cloth can be uh, washed, it's washable. And after each time we change the mask, we just throw away the middle layer, then we put another layer of the home use field. So that would be a good uh, homemade mask. Perfect, perfect. Um, what would you say to the people that irresponsibly decide not to wear a mask in uh, public places? I think uh, for three, four mask or for homemade uh, face mask, the efficiency may not be high, but uh, the primary function of those kind of masks to contain the virus from exposing out from infected person. So the data already showed that more than 90% or even up to 95% of the virus 
a command if an infected person wear a mask. But if everyone wears a mask, then that can include the infected person, right? So then the protect, protection, you know, for everyone is basically about 98% something, not 100%. So other measures need to be taken, such as, you know, uh, testing, isolation, you know, quarantine, hand washing, and uh, social distancing. So the combination of all of these together, that can be fully protection. Authorities at the Oak Ridge National Lab, uh, a Tennessee-based lab sponsored by the United States Energy Department, said that you refuse to get paid for your work and your advices. Why is that? Uh, I said I don't need to get paid. Then, uh, the, 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 you know, see, I said, uh, you know, this is a good uh, opportunity to do a service for the community. So it's more variable to do a contribution than to get paid. So I did not ask anything. Wow, that's that's quite impressive. Uh, last question, uh, Dr. Sai, we really appreciate your time. Uh, for many of us, Dr. Sai, you are a hero in a in a global crisis. Uh, what would be your best advice to all our viewers that are watching you right now all around the world to protect themselves and stay safe during these challenging moments? I'm, I'm not a hero. I'm just doing my job. And uh, my advice is uh, everyone needs to wear a mask. And uh, the mask, the material is my expertise, and I don't know others, but uh, it's all, we are all encouraged, you know, to, uh, to do a social distancing and to avoid uh the crowd gathering now is something else among uh, uh beyond the mask so <laughs> what i know is the mask so uh, we, we uh, need to wear a mask to protect you and also to respect others or protect others dr peter Tsai, inventor of the n95 mask thank you very much for being today on the millennial way show thank you for having me